Hello and welcome to the 37 Signals podcast. This is Matt Linderman. Today we're going to be talking with Jason and David about the new 37 Signals office space. Uh, if you want to go to 37signals.com slash podcast, uh, you can see some links that will show you the actual space so you have a visual of it too. I started off by asking Jason, now that the Chicago team has been working in that space for a few months, how he likes it. Uh, I like it a lot. Um, I think uh, it's it's one of those things where you come up with an idea and you look at blueprints and, and you hire an architect and you work through it and you see it being built and you're like, man, if we made the wrong decision, we've got to kind of live with this. And so you have a vision for what something should be and then oftentimes – in the physical world, especially when you actually see the real thing, it's like, ooh, that's not quite what I thought it would be. But this place, I think, on balance, turned out exceptionally well, all things considered. And we'd never really had our own space before. We were making a lot of guesses about what we thought we needed. Like right now, we're sitting in this room, which is pretty much a, like a 99% soundproof room called the podcast room. And we're doing a podcast with you right now. And like, it's nice to have a room like this. We haven't used it a whole lot, but it's nice to have it. Um, it's nice to have these team rooms that we have where we People can go and work together on projects. Um, those have been really, really successful. Um, it's nice to have a conference room that's away from everything else so we can have a little bit more of a private conference area to, to talk to people. Um, it's nice to have a lot of space between each desk so people actually have room to breathe and they're not cluttered. It's great to have a really nice kitchen in the theater. Like All these things actually seem to have panned out quite well. Um, and in fact, more people are coming into the office than they used to before. Um, so I think that's another sign that um, that things are working out really well here. I think one of the interesting things here, too, is like we didn't need the office. Like if we had not had the office for another two years, 37 Signals would have gone on just like it would have before. But it feels good to, to spend on some luxury when you've earned it. It feels like we spent a good, what, four years at the old uh, office. We're, we're totally crammed and we only we had too few desks and we we're on top of each other and so forth. Um, but yet we worked through it. We, we grew the company. We built a business and all this stuff. And now we're at a point where, where things are going well. And when things are going well, at that point, it feels so much sweeter to me to say, all right, we've earned it. And that's really where I feel the difference to versus just starting out. Let's start a new company. Um, we don't have anything going on yet. We're still building the product, but let's have all the most awesome things we could ever imagine right now. I don't think that that's really, it doesn't feel right somehow. I don't know, I can't put my finger on it exactly, but it just feels wrong if you don't yet have something of value that, that you're, you're indulging in all this luxury. It just feels like borrowed money, borrowed time kind of thing. And um, that we don't have that feeling at all here is really satisfying. And what was it like being on the, the client side of a client-architect relationship and trying to communicate to someone else what you wanted done? Um, it's, always a good, it's always a good activity to be a client, I think, um, or to be a customer. Because it just reminds you that um, sometimes you're like, God, why can't this customer make that decision or you know, whatever? And you realize that when you're on the other side of it, it's actually quite hard. Because a lot of these decisions are permanent and they're expensive and um, you want to think about them and, and you're nervous about them and, and all that stuff. So, um, But the architects and the general contractor and the, and the craftsmen and everyone who worked on the project was top-notch and, and they made it ultimately very easy. I mean, I was here probably about 50% of the construction time just to kind of keep an eye on things. I didn't really need to, but I, I wanted to be. And... Um, and you do spot things that, you know, aren't really going the way you thought they might. And then you can, you know, change things 
uh, in real time if, if you're there. It's a lot cheaper to do it then than it is to do it later. So that was sort of fun to be part of that. Um, I'm really uh, happy about the whole experience. I don't regret anything that we did, we've done here, and um, it was it was quite fun to be part of it. And what do you think the architect would say about us as a client? I think ultimately we were probably a pretty good client, but uh, I think we can be pretty picky. And, and um, one of the things I, I butted heads with, with them about here and there was just simply like utility, like what what's worth spending time on, what's worth paying attention to. And sometimes an architect can get a little bit um, – carried away about like an architectural idea that isn't that's cool but isn't functional uh, and that could come down to a desk in a work like our desks originally didn't have drawers um they were gonna there's gonna be a a um a little rolling pedestal underneath everyone's desk that people could roll you know roll into place and stuff and i'm just like it looked cool but you know, once you sort of roll it into place once, it's never going to be moved again because – and a drawer – like why not just make it a drawer? Everyone knows how to use a drawer. Uh, and so we kind of had a battle about that. But ultimately the drawer won and I'm happy that we have drawers on our desks now. So it's like it's like the purity of the desk was – a drawerless desk was more pure but – and more architecturally interesting. Um, and I'm not, I'm not like – Saying I don't want to say anything bad about that experience because I, I know where that comes from. Like in our design sometimes we're like this is the right way to design something. It looks great this way but it may not be the most functional way. So it's just a matter of give and take back and forth and, uh, and battling over the things that you really believe in. All things considered, I think that uh, um, both sides would feel pretty comfortable saying that uh, it was a good experience for everybody involved. The space also uses a lot of unique materials, like there's cork and felt on the walls, there's unique kinds of wood, like lace wood being used, there's stainless steel and magnetic chalkboards. So I asked Jason about this choice of materials. Why did we choose them? One of the things I, I told them early on was that if we're going to have like a modern space, this is a, an, a concrete loft sort of space, all white ceilings, white originally white walls. Um, well, actually, the walls are still white and, and a white floor, and it was just a you know, modern space, um, a lot of times modern spaces can get kind of cold um, with just a lot of white and sort of glass and blonde woods and stuff. And so uh, I wanted to make sure there was a lot of different textures and richer colors so it just felt a little bit warmer. Um, and also the materials should feel a little bit warmer. So there's a lot of felt in the in the space, which is, te- you know, warm and fuzzy for real, uh, uh, which was nice. Um it also, we had a lot to do with sound, so our whole thing is, is we want to keep the office as quiet as possible in the open areas. So a lot of the materials we chose and a lot of the ways that the materials are fabricated had to do with acoustic uh, properties, um, deflecting sound or absorbing sound or something like that. Um, and, uh, you know, we just wanted to be surrounded by high-quality stuff because I believe the things that you, the things you work around, the environment you're in, have a lot to do with the work that you do. And if you can be influenced by things that you know somebody spent a lot of time on as something that was carefully considered and it's just the right material for the job, hopefully that will rub off on you when you build something and you design something that you think about the same types of things. So the, the office in many ways is supposed to be an inspiration for us to build better stuff. Uh, as far as the materials go, though, I mean, we use there's chalkboard material everywhere. So a lot of the walls are metallic chalkboard. Um, I don't like whiteboards, uh, so we went with the chalkboards. Um, we have a lot of acoustical tiles on some of the walls to absorb sound. Um, some carpet in the work areas, wood floors in the in the common areas like the hallway and the and the uh, kitchen. Um, you know, uh, I don't know, um, felt glass, um, 
wood, nice rich woods that are real woods, no plastic woods, you know, nice woods. And uh, cork. I don't know. Oh, cork. cork. Yeah, cork. We use a lot of cork in the team rooms. So you can tack stuff up on the walls, but also it's acoustical and it's stacked. So it it uh, comes out at different, like a rock quarry sort of comes out at different levels at different spots, which helps to reflect sound and keep sound in, in the right areas. And, um, you know, the glass we chose is, a, is real thick glass. It's half-inch glass, which is expensive uh, and uh, acoustical, um, but it was the right thing to do. Um, and uh, we just kind of picked the things that made sense to us, and I think overall we're, we're pretty happy. I, mean, I, don't, I generally don't like carpet, but I think it was the right choice for, for most of the work areas because it's better for sound and um, it warms up the space. 37 Signals has a 10-year lease on the space with an option to get out after seven years. I talked to David about how you project for how much room you need for an office, say, years down the road. You know, Clearly, you don't want to be fenced in with uh, not enough room after just three years. At the same time, you don't want to get a cavernous space that's going to be mostly empty. Here's what David had to say about that. I don't think there is a good, easy way of balancing it. What we can just do is we can look out a couple of years and think... What do we feel like? Do we feel like this is going to be a 100-person company in three years? If it was, then this space would not have been a good fit. Like, we would have outgrown this space too fast. Um, but when we look at the kind of company that we want to run, it's not 100 people. So what is it? Is it more like 50 or 40 or whatever that number is? It's sort of probably in a manageable manageable number. Like, we're already hiring at least half the people we're hiring are not in Chicago. Um, so even, even the few times a year when we bring everybody in, I mean, maybe it'll get a little more crammed if we're 30, it'll work for 30. Mm-hmm. Sure. It can totally work for 40. For sure. Um, so like, that seems like enough of, uh, enough of a headroom. We can't, we can't predict, um, how many people are we going to be in 2016? Right. It, it'd be futile to try to map that, oh, the growth is like two to three people a year, blah, 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 blah. No, like. We're just going to say, this is what it is. Like, to get this kind of space, you have to sign it for 10 years. We're not going to know exactly how many people we are. We're going to be at the end. This feels just about right. And you can waste endless amounts of time trying to, to get sort of the capacity planning perfect. But um, it seems like that, that would just be a waste. And that'll wrap it up for this episode of the 37 Signals podcast. Uh, again, you can go to 37signals.com slash podcast to see related links to this episode. We've got links to see pictures of the office. There's also a guided walkthrough of the space from the architect that's neat to watch. Uh, You can also find transcripts and previous episodes there too. Thank you very much for listening.